the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Happy holidays to you. 800-516-1220. There you go. Merry Christmas, our Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy to spend some time with your family and take a week off from work if you can. Uh, guess who? Guess who gets fired? Papa John's is out of a job. Remember that weird Super Bowl moment? When uh, Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl and Papa John's runs over and hugs him before the game's over or while the game's ending. The pizza culture wars are on and you're out of a job. You're fired. In November, Papa John's founder and CEO, John Shatner, said that NFL protests were hurting player or were hurting pizza sales. Pizza Hut said the next day that the protests weren't impacting sales. Everyone freaked out. Everyone freaked out. Domino said, bring us on. We don't care. So Papa John's announced that Shatner would be stepping down. Everything, 2017, everything became very politically correct. And I'm not saying that the women's movement of speaking out is politically correct. I'm saying that men need to be politically correct and handle women correctly at the workplace. But uh, even what you eat is politically correct. Like suddenly eating Papa John's is, is uncool. When thinking about the biggest fast food industry feuds out there, you got a lot to think about. You got Starbucks versus Trump supporters. You got Jabani versus conspiracy theorists. You got Keurig owners versus their Keurig machines. But the fast food fight of the year has to go down and be remembered as the political pizza power struggles. In early November, Papa John's founder and CEO John Shatner slammed NFL leadership and blamed players protesting during the national anthem for dragging down the pizza chain sales. Could it be that your pizza was average? disappointing at best? No, of course not. Could it be that your garlic sauce tastes incredibly of, of, of grotesque fake butter? No, of course not. Better ingredients, better pizza. Could it be that we just have moved on? It should have been nipped in the bud a year and a half ago. So when Shatner said that, he basically was saying he thought Kaepernick had a problem because a year and a half ago it was, it was Kaepernick. Oh, it's funny, right? People were signing pledges this year. People were signing pledges this year to support Little Caesars, Domino's, Pizza Hut, anything over Papa John's. Like, who in their right mind would sign a pledge about pizza? I get, I get signing pledges. I get having your word and your name mean something on something. Frozen Pizza Brand DiGiorno subtweeted Papa John's. Amid a Twitter pile on a second tweet clarified that the shade was definitely aimed at Papa John's like pizza companies, frozen pizza companies, DiGiorno, who makes basically card frozen cardboard with tomato sauce on it 
is throwing shade via Twitter. It's one of the big stories of the year, ladies and gentlemen. It's one of the big stories of the year. The price of Bitcoin dropped more than $4,600, sparking fears that a full-scale crash of the world's biggest cryptocurrency would end the year with a brutal drop. You have Bitcoin down 45% from its record high. Okay, can you stand that? Look, I'm on the sidelines, and I'm watching it from a distance, and I can comment on it. I have no skin in the game. As is often the case with large-scale moves in either direction for Bitcoin, there doesn't seem to be any obvious reason. And that's I don't I don't do that. Like you know when you're in love, you're young and in love, and the other half is irrational. Like suddenly she's crying and you're like, What are you crying about? Then suddenly she's mad and you're like, What are you mad about? And then the next thing she's gleeful and you're like, Hey, what's making you so happy today? Too much drama from me. I'm out. I like consistency. So with the big scale moves in Bitcoin. No big obvious catalyst. General lack of liquidity. I, I I watch from a distance. It doesn't have any mechanism to halt trading when there are large scale losses, so it just kind of snowballs. The stock market when it goes down three, four, five percent, the NYSE could put on uh, trading halts. It could say we're only going to do three trades a minute. So it doesn't snowball for no apparent reason. There's no mass rush at the exodus exit. There's no stomping on people on the way out. The price action appears to be spilling over into other cryptocurrencies with the second largest by overall market. Ethereum down 26% and Bitcoin spinoff Bitcoin Cash was moving in the opposite direction as well today, down a whopping 38% in 24 hours. Can you lose that kind of money and feel okie dokie? Is there any better phrase to explain how being happy or what makes you okie dokie? Uh, Congress approved a temporary spending bill. They avoid a government shutdown. Apple spent $5 billion in 2017. $5 billion on their spaceship-like campus. And it doesn't fit all their employees. Some Apple employees are currently moving to Apple Park. Not all Apple employees will move into what's called the ring Camps hold 12,000 employees, but Apple has over 25,000 employees in the Bay Area. (laughs) It's like... Now, I know one building shouldn't house every single person, and that's kind of a ridiculous thought. And the idea of spreading employees out and having them drive into different locations is a good idea, not a bad idea. But the new building... He's three miles from Apple's current Cupertino headquarters at one infinite loop. The fact that the new building can't house everyone isn't exactly a surprise to anyone who did the math. Apple says the new campus is going to hold about 12,000 employees, 25,000 total employees. But in keeping with its penchant for secrecy, Apple has not widely discussed its plan for the move. I have a couple of friends who work at Apple, and you know, they were told, do not jockey for position. Do not... Uh, ask for a desk. Do not ask for your division, whether it be the iPad or semiconductors. Don't ask for your position of, of being included or not. We will let you know. But there's a split between movers and those left behind. And it feels like there's two classes of citizens as far as employees go. Isn't workplace drama fun during the holiday season? 
Oh, I'm just throwing it out there for you. Something tells me that the top brass is moving to the new offices. Uh, some Apple engineers accustomed to working in small offices fear the open floor plan is going to be too loud and distracting. So it's okay. Gwen Stefani performed at an Apple special event at One Infinite Loop earlier this year. Who doesn't love Gwen Stefani? You can find me online at Rob Black. Show.com, robblackshow.com. Got a big event coming up in Palo Alto, January 11th of this year. It's an income in retirement event. Sign up today. Don't forget during the holidays. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And use code radio25 to get in for free. I'd love to see you. It's robblackshow.com. Take a break here. We'll come back. We'll talk more markets, more investing, more thoughts. Be right back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Not getting a lot of calls these days. I get it. A lot of people listen to the podcast. You can find it at Apple iTunes under Genius Podcasts by Rob Black or, more appropriately, Rob Black and your money. Thank you. Thank you, one. Thank you, all. Every major cryptocurrency is getting smoked right now. I... It's tough for me to recommend cryptocurrencies because I can't analyze them. One thing I could recommend is marry well. Marry wisely. Take your time. When you marry well, you are able to combine credit scores and purchase more things. When you decide you want to get married before you get married... I would say, hey, make sure you're on the same page financially. Get rid of your debt. Try not to start a marriage with a lot of debt because it's going to either snowball or it's either going to stress you out. I don't believe in paying off smallest debts first. I believe in paying off highest interest rates first. And that may be something that you don't feel comfortable with. That may be something that like you have a different philosophy with. Um, I don't know. So my goal is to get you to retirement sooner rather than later. A couple of things is don't hide money from your partner when it comes to love and marriage, love and marriage, love and marriage. Um, try not to hide things. I, I don't know if you have to merge assets and I highly recommend thinking twice before you do. Let's say you're a beautiful woman. And you've been a saver your whole life, and you meet a a hot dude, and you fall deeply in love, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna get married, and I'm gonna give you, you know, what's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine, and your beautiful body is mine, and you can have my assets as well. (laughs) Don't, no! Don't merge assets for at least the first three years, and then merge assets. You don't wanna keep finances from each other for too long but long enough to know that the marriage is is good. Uh, In my opinion, consult your own common wisdom before taking any advice from a fool like me. 
No way. There's a lot of long-term benefits that come with home ownership. Um, I think a lot of young people, you should know this, renting's underrated. It's okay. As long as you're saving money in a 401k and, and, and thinking about saving and thinking about getting a house, you know, renters don't have to pay real estate taxes, HOA fees, mortgage interest, or maintenance costs. And when you're young, as long as you're you're saving in your 401k, I'm good with it. As you get older, we need to start thinking about it. Be careful on accruing debt. So a lot of people get married and they're like, let's let's go to the Home Depot and get some paint. Let's go to the Home Depot and get a couch or whatever. You get the idea. I've got a friend who's 42 years old and she's decided she wants to go back to college. I'm like, what? You're going to go back to college for three to four years. So you're going to be 46-ish. You've got 10 years left in the work community after that. The time to go back to college is in your 20s or 30s. Careful on multiple credit cards. Good websites out there, Credit Sesame and Bankrate.com and Credit Karma. Um, Having a single credit card can damage your credit score, but having 10 credit cards can get you into a lot of debt problems. When you have a credit card, you want to use it. Your utilization should try to be under 10%. Available credit cards, available credit counts. Um, you know, do you need an $8,000 limit? Do you need a $10,000 limit? Do you need a $12,000 limit? And then think 10% of that. Pay it off every month. Do you have a budget in your head in any way, shape, or form? Budgeting can be an incredibly useful tool for some people, especially reckless spenders. People try and go on a budget, and then after two or three months, they lose their mind and they hate it. I don't think you should ever budget or plan money when alcohol is involved with your spouse, because those aren't real feelings. Alcohol mutes feelings, or alcohol enhances feelings for some people. Um, sober is the way to go. Pay yourself first is such a great idea, and so few people want to do it. Save 5, 10, 15% of your salary. I was telling a guy at Cron yesterday, he, I go, you save any money this year? He goes, nope. I said, start with 3% next year, then go to 4%, then go to 5%, then get all the way up to 15 Otherwise, you're going to work till the day you die, and you're going to die in a trailer. That's right. Rob Black hates trailers. I don't hate all trailers. a horrible song this song just has just it connotes damning images of poor people and something else that i don't want to it's a disaster was a big story in 2017 was it not whether it was houston or florida or puerto rico um the u.s relied a lot on military resources the department of defense plays a key role in helping out The use of federal military can also put a strain on the Pentagon's other plans, as was the case after the Trump administration put more resources towards Hurricane Maria recovery's efforts in Puerto Rico. You know, when the president wants to get something done, he can get it done, but the military is stressed. We had $200 billion of devastation from hurricanes and California wildfires, and that could take a heavy economic toll on expenses. Overall, some 67,000 Department of Defense and National Guard personnel responded to help civil authorities with three-plus major disasters. Again, California wildfires, Hurricane Irma, and Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Paul Harvey, good day. Um, 
preliminary damages from Harvey in August and Irma, 150 to 200 billion. So the California wildfire is still not over. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Don't forget to sign up for the events coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, January 11th. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Good news. You're a Bitcoin billionaire, right? Bad news. You forgot your password. Oh, no. What will you do? Strat investors go to extreme lengths to recover their lost cryptocurrency, including hypnosis and brute force attacks with a supercomputer. What's worse than missing out on your Bitcoin's 1900% rally is maybe not being able to access it because you forgot your password. Bitcoin's big story of 2017. Bitcoin owners have watched in anguish as its price has surged over 20-fold at times this year to more than 19,000. Even technology titans have found themselves in the predicament. Elon Musk tweeted last month that he had misplaced part of a Bitcoin. Some people are cutting up their Bitcoin um, code and putting it in safes around the world. Uh, Philip Numier bought 15 Bitcoins for around $260 in 2013 when he was deciding whether to accept the virtual currency on his e-commerce site. Now that his cash is approaching $300,000 in value, he's hoping to recover a long-forgotten password. Um, Awesome, isn't it? So instead of that, he got a big supercomputer that's five feet tall. It's working so hard that it sits in a 270-gallon tank and special mineral water to disperse the heat it generates. And uh, it's got to run through all the number... uh, possible number combinations and that could take 332 years awesome isn't it Uh, fascinating stuff transacting in bitcoin takes two keys one public and one private the paired strings of letters and numbers are part of a system that allows bitcoin to change hands without any middleman the private key is a cumbersome and looks something like Oh, God. 40 letters. And it's like an E973D79C6D87DCOFB6A577. That's why digital wallets, where these keys are stored, have to be heavily guarded. Uh, Typically with extra passwords, but a lot can go wrong. A lot of layers of security have been ensnared. Many rightful Bitcoin owners have lost their Bitcoins. So it's pretty interesting stuff. I don't know. Maybe get me a Bitcoin for Christmas or a fraction of a Bitcoin. Please. I do say I would appreciate it. Um, 800-516-1220. Got a seminar coming up uh, in January. It's not that far away. Believe it or not, end of the year, beginning of the year, just right here, January 11, Palo Alto, Elks Lodge, 4249 El Camino Real. Um, it's a retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar. Um Retirement planning is complicated. And every year, you know, as they play old Lang Syne, we're moving a year closer to retirement. Um, I've got some friends that are now starting to retire. Not like they're older than me. I'm not going to retire, but what are you going to do in retirement when this is playing? It's your last day of work. You're about to get your gold watch. And you're like, Jesus, I don't know anything about passive versus active management or social security strategies or good and bad retirement products, or measuring risk in portfolios, or protecting my estate 
from the tax man. The tax man cometh. <laughs> Scary, right? So that's going to be Palo Alto, January 11th, 630 to 8.30. You can learn what to worry about, what to think about, and take some actual steps. I'll give a 2018 outlook. Michelle Lerman will explain the new estate plan laws, and we'll talk new tax laws. We will talk new tax laws. You can sign up for the event January 11th by going to Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25. I'd love to see you there. Start off the year right. I looked it up. I was only in Palo Alto once last year. That is not enough. That is not enough. I like Palo Alto. I like to visit what is lovingly referred to as shallow alto to those who don't live there. No way, fool. Thank you very much. I love and I insult at the same time. Stitch Fix is a big story in 2017. Um, Stitch Fix is a fashion startup that went public last month and it reported strong customer gains and they ship outfits to customers. They've struggled to convince people that, you know, that they can compete with Amazon or what if Banana Republic starts getting the business of sending you clothes or what if Sears or Macy's will send you clothes in a box and you try on what you want and send back what you don't. It's personalization. They say they have an algorithm. And one of the things that the company could do that differs from typical e-commerce and brick and mortar retailers is it doesn't experience the usual jump in holiday sales since most of its customers are buying outfits for themselves rather than as gifts. Active clients reached 2.4 million in the three months ended um, in the quarter uh, just end of October. Profit margins declined slightly as the company invested in plus-size women's clothing and men's apparel, which drove up inventory and shipping costs. So the company reported net income of about $13.5 million. Hold on, wait. They made money? As a, as a tech IPO, it's like, Say hey, this, is something we can get, this is something we can get excited about. Now, how fast do they expand? How, how aggressive do they go after marketing? Those are some interesting questions. So expanding sometimes expensive. Is it, is it a good idea? I can't tell you. They provide a subscription-based personal shopping and delivery service for women's clothing, men's clothing, and plus sizes now. It offers personal styling service that delivers personal, personalized fix of accessibly, accessibly priced items directly to doors across the United States. Company ticker symbol is uh, SFIXS Fix. The company was founded by Katrina Lake and Aaron Morris and Flynn in February of 2011. Um, gross margins are 44%. That's a pretty good gross margin. So with that said, Stitch Fix, is it an IPO worth your attention? I'll tell you what. It's a new company that's going to try to grow. It's going to have competition. And there's risk there. But with that said, will there be reward? Could be. Could be. Um, risk and reward, right? And uh, will Amazon get in the business? What will happen? All of that will happen. <laughs> That's probably the best way of saying it. All of that will happen. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, tax reform is a big topic of 2017 and Taxes in 2018 will be interesting as well. And part of the whole tax debate you've heard is like a lot of companies like Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, um, not necessarily Netflix, but Facebook, Amazon, Apple, they've got a lot of money, Google, in Ireland. Facebook says it will no longer funnel taxes on non-U.S. advertising sales through its Irish subsidiary. Now that Irish goodbye 
ultimately could pressure other tech giants to follow suit. In bowing to pressure from regulators last week, Facebook not only took the political high ground, but they got to jump on their rivals before the U.S. tax legislation makes the topic moot. Tech and tax experts say the social networking giant is going to begin next month the process of overhauling its global operations and split them into local selling structures. And that'll affect operations essentially in 30 countries. In simple terms, this means that advertising revenue supported by local teams will no longer be recorded by the international headquarters in Dublin. It will instead be recorded by the local company in that country. So Facebook is saying, you know, we're not going to dodge taxes in Europe. It's a noble gesture, right? But one of necessity as well as Facebook and other companies like Amazon and Apple and Uber, they're all having to bend regulators. The European Commission, I'm not going to say they're not nice, but they explore prospects and they look at multinational digital companies and they don't think it's funny. They want their share of, you know, action in Italy. Italy wants Italy's action. Germany wants Germany's action. France wants France's action as far as taxes go. And the EU has called for a turnover tax on U.S. companies to compensate for tax avoidance maneuvers. So taxes are pretty big in the news, right? Um, Now, the European Commission looked at Apple. I own shares of Apple. They paid 0.005% to tax authorities in Ireland in 2014. And the European Commission says you owe $14.5 billion. Apple and the Irish government are appealing the ruling. Though the company's stance may be softening, Apple CEO Tim Cook, who in 2016 dismissed claims that Apple avoids taxes as political crap, he met with President Emmanuel Macron of France, and he accepted the fiscal laws worldwide are shifting towards making companies pay tax where money is actually earned. Tax havens aren't just for tech multinationals. Pharmaceuticals have done a great job of it. Governments worldwide lose up to $240 billion annually from tax avoidance strategies. A lot of tax in the news, right? So who's a loser here? Is it Ireland? Tax reform in the U.S. and internationally could mean substantial obstacles in drawing foreign investment to Ireland, despite Facebook's vow to maintain operations there. And if tax reform legislation is as good as it, it, it sounds... Um, European regulators will continue to make noise. Uh, the push by tech companies to increase operations and people outside the U.S. going to diminish. Uh, the, ruler, the rulers want their money. And um, Ireland's going to lose on this one, it looks like. They're going to be the... Now, again, Facebook's saying we're still going to do operations there. But, you know, Apple's built into data center. Google's built into data center. I mean, they're, they're trying to make it look like they have most of their business there. And you get the reason why. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up. Retirement Income Planning in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, January 11th, 2018, 630 to 830. 630 to 830. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Overnight signing of continuing resolution. Put off the government shutdown fears. Everyone's going home for the holidays. <sighs> what are you doing? If I were to call you out and say, I haven't gotten one email saying, thanks, Rob. Thanks for being my teacher this year. Is that fair to say? I need love. I need consideration. I need appreciation. I need, I need, I need. We owe you because we learn from you. We learn from you, by example, how to do a show with intention, how to work with clarity, how to treat people with respect. You are infuriatingly good at your job. Okay? Thank you. We were lucky enough to work with you, and you can edit this out later. us who were lucky enough to work with you for 16 years are better at our jobs because we got to watch you do yours and we are better people for having known you you are a great artist and a good man and personally i do not know how this son of a poor appalachian turd miner i do not know i do not know what i would do if you hadn't brought me on the show i'd be back in those hills mining turds that's fine thank you I feel the love now. Um, starting in January, the show is going to be called the Blockchain Report. Because if you put the name blockchain in anything these days, your stock goes up about 2,400%. So, blockchain, it's the Blockchain and Bitcoin with Rob Black show. Welcome to the Blockchain and Bitcoin with Rob Black. How's that sound? Does that got a nice ring to it? No. <laughs> no. America's sexiest money guy, Rob Black. And now, back to America's sexiest. No, no, no. We're eyeing, we're in that season right now where we're thinking holidays. The Christmas holiday season, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, capital markets, people take time off, big weekend that turns into a big week, that turns into a big nine days for a lot of people. The Stock Traders Almanac refers to this period of time as the Santa Claus Rally period. It's the period that covers the last five trading days of the year and the first two trading days of the new year. Since 1969, the market's averaged 1.6% gain. So if you have $1 million, you could have $1 million plus 1.6% if you put it in the market right now. Now that's an average gain. Oh, damn it. What do you mean average? It's worth remembering that the Santa Claus rally period hasn't always materialized. So you can't take it as a foregone conclusion that you're going to get 1.6% if you put in $1 million. And after eight years, 11 months of a stock market rally, almost nine, where do we go from here? Now that all of our children are grown up, we'll be interested in. There's a. I've done a lot of counseling in my life. And part of the counseling is therapy. The doctor says, Rob, you need to stop and observe. You need to be an observer. You need to stop and listen. You need to be the listener. And I always interrupt them. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? So I'm an interested observer right now, thinking about where the market's going to go in 2018. I'm interested. Nike makes shoes. And they said something mixed. Congress made a tax plan this year 
And instead of signing it immediately, Trump has to push it off to 2018, because if he pushed it into 2017, it throws down mandatory cuts in Medicare. And oh, no, you don't want to take a benefit away from an old person. That's like taking away a candy cane from a kid, which, for the record, candy canes are the worst of the worst of the worst holiday candies. You're darn tootin'. So, ooh, I got a candy cane. Well, you can have it. <laughs> Stick it up your nose. Um, so, anyway, will Santa's jovial outsized belly create an out, uh, up movement in the stock market in the last seven days? Or the last seven trade, first seven trading sessions? Yeah. Last five days of 2017, first two days of 2018 uh, before, you know, we start looking at things like, hey, wh- what do you think about earnings? Or what do you think about, you know? There's some issues. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Walmart reportedly has halted a program that told shoplifters pay up or face the police. I've got a friend who used to work at Home Depot, and he said they were told if you see someone shoplifting, let them have it. You put your hands on a person, you're going to get sued. Walmart has suspended a program that gave some shoplifters a chance to pay to enroll in a program instead of facing prosecution. What? Tens of thousands of first-time shoplifting suspects have paid for the programs. Walmart has suspended a program that gave these shoplifters a choice. This just sounds like a bad idea. Whatever management came up with this idea, um, how about you just put it back and leave, please? Sounds much better than making people sign up for a program. Ain't nobody got time for this. Shoplifting suspects at stores that use corrective education are shown a video describing the program, and they're given 72 hours to decide whether they want to pay or not. The program costs either $400 up front or $500 later. If they decline, the retailer may pursue other legal rights and restitution. You have to enroll in a $425 program? You've got to be kidding me. Wow. So that program's over. Merry Christmas. Don't shoplift. I'm Rob Black. Hey, that's your, that's your lesson of the day. Please tell your children don't shoplift. So in the Middle East, they may cut your hands off. And in the United States, they may make you pay $425 to be in a corrective program. Man, the world is great, isn't it? Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, think of it coming up January 11th. January 11th in Palo Alto. You can get in for free using code RADIO25, RADIO25. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.